have a direction of where you're headed. What's the podcast going to be about? What kind of content are you going to be creating? First and foremost, you're going to need a way to access the internet. A lot of times we don't even think about it and we take it for granted because when we're at home, we have our home Wi-Fi. But when you're on the road, Wi-Fi speeds can be very variable and that can be a real challenge. Are you what people are calling a digital nomad? Maybe you're an entrepreneur or a creator who's traveling or living on the road or you're doing van life, or maybe you're just out of the office and you still wanna have the ability to create content and specifically record podcasts. Well, then today's episode is for you. Instagram is a beast. There is no lie that every single week the algorithm changes, there's a million new features, there's so much to keep track of, so much you have to worry about, and all you're trying to do is scroll your business, trying to get more customers and make more sales on Instagram. That is why we created the Insta Club Hub to help you learn exactly what you need to know to stay up to date with the changes that are actually relevant to you as a business owner and to help you grow your following and customer base on Instagram. You can check it out, best part, for only $7. You can join a two-week trial for only $7. That's 50 cents per day for two weeks. And all you have to do to grab that trial offer is go to instaclubhub.com forward slash trial. Again, that link will be down in the description. But right now, while you're listening, you can just open up your Safari browser or whatever internet browser you use and just go to instaclubhub.com forward slash trial. I'm going to be sharing you the essential equipment that you need to get started as a podcaster or a content creator who's living on the road, who's traveling, or someone who's on a budget and is just trying to get started with the bare minimum essentials. Personally, my wife and I spend every single winter traveling around in our Airstream trailer, and during that time, we continue working. We don't just take a sabbatical or take a break from our Instagram and our businesses. We continue to create content and put out weekly podcasts and YouTube videos, and we do that with very confined spaces. In fact, we live in a 20-foot by 7-foot trailer with the two of us and our two dogs. We don't have a lot of room, and we definitely don't have a lot of storage for extra gear and equipment. Here at my home where we live, I have an entire closet just for me and my equipment and my tech. I have an entire office where I can store all of my gadgets and gear, but when you're on the road, you of course don't have the ability to bring everything with you. And also because we're living on the road, you don't wanna bring like the super expensive microphone and the fancy tech gadgets that cost a lot of money because that stuff's a lot easier to break, a lot easier to lose, and even get stolen while you're traveling, maybe internationally or something like that. And so in today's episode, I'm gonna share with you some budget finds that I've found over the past few years on Amazon and a few other sites as well that will allow you to create content and record podcasts on the road, being mobile, and not really having to rely on a home office. And I want to say before we even get into this list and all these different gadgets and products, it's important to first and foremost have a direction of where you're headed. What's the podcast going to be about? What kind of content are you going to be creating? And all of these other questions. And those are going to be answered in our next episode of Build Your Tribe that my mom is going to be doing, kind of on the things you need to know before getting started with a podcast and specifically a mobile podcast where you're on the road. So if you're one of the super loyal members of the Build Your Tribe community and you're listening to this within the first 48 hours that it releases, then you won't be able to listen to that follow-up episode yet. 
But if you're anyone else, probably 98% of you were listening to this at the time that my mom has already put out her episode. So make sure to check out that follow-up episode to Build Your Tribe. It'll be the episode right after this, and she'll be breaking down the things you need to know before getting started. And she has a really awesome perspective of this as well, because for the last five months or so, my dad and my mom have been living on the road themselves. They haven't been traveling around in an Airstream trailer like my wife and I do. Instead, they have been Airbnb hopping, staying in different major cities. They spent some time in New York, in Park City, Utah, in Miami, Florida, and they're actually going over to Europe this summer. So they have a lot of travel and a lot of experience with this. They did this last summer as well. And so she's been able to maintain, I believe it's four, five, or maybe even six podcast episodes per week while living on the road without losing quality. So in this episode and in her episode, we're gonna help you figure out how this is possible. First and foremost, you're going to need a way to access the internet. A lot of times we don't even think about it and we take it for granted because when we're at home, we have our home Wi-Fi. But when you're on the road, Wi-Fi speeds can be very variable and that can be a real challenge. And of course, you could use your phone's mobile hotspot, but we don't all have unlimited data and that hotspot doesn't always have the strongest signal. Of course, you could also use like local public libraries or coffee shops, but that Wi-Fi is also not always super reliable, not always super strong, and it's also not always super convenient to go to the local coffee shop just to upload your podcast. So something that my wife and I did when we were living in our Airstream trailer is we got mobile Wi-Fi routers. This one right here is the Orbic mobile Wi-Fi router and it's made by Verizon. So you basically just go into a Verizon store, you'll have to set up an account or you can pair it with your already existing account if you have like a phone plan with them. And then this thing can offer monthly Wi-Fi up to I believe 150 gigabytes. They are constantly changing what's allowed AT&T used to have an unlimited plan, but this year in 2023, I haven't been able to find any of these Wi-Fi carriers that have unlimited Wi-Fi for mobile routers, but with 150 gigabytes per month, that's going to get you able to do most things. You're probably not going to be able to upload and download a ton of 4K videos, but anything else, especially audio-based content, podcasts, is going to be just fine with 150 gigabytes per month. Another solid options that we've used in the past is Netgear Unlocked Wi-Fi router. What's awesome about this Netgear router is that it's unlocked. So I can purchase a SIM card from AT&T or from T-Mobile or from whichever carrier I prefer. I can stick it into this device and then I'll be able to change basically what carrier, or what platform this device is linked to. And I will say we actually used both of these at the same time while on the road, which was great because sometimes the T-Mobile one would get better reception than the Verizon one. And also that just allowed us to have even more gigs. So this one had 150, this one had 100. So with 250 gigabytes per month, we pretty much never ran out of Wi-Fi. Next up is an eSIM card, and this one's going to be really important for you if you're doing international travel. This is one that my mom has done some research into herself because when you're going from country to country, it can be challenging to have to pay like a daily allowance for your international gigabytes or to upgrade a plan with your normal phone carrier, even though you're only going to be international for maybe a few weeks. So what my mom has discovered and what she's going to be using while traveling internationally this summer is an e-SIM card made by Aerolo. And this will basically just allow you to use your phone and access the internet and do all those other cellular capabilities while you're traveling abroad. 
Next up is lighting. And of course, lighting isn't going to be totally necessary if you're just doing an audio only podcast. But if you're someone who's getting into YouTube podcasting, which we would highly recommend, it's a great place to start and a very easy way to get into the world of podcasting without having to figure out all of the technical components that are usually involved is lighting. So lighting again is essential and it doesn't have to be super expensive. But artificial lighting is also going to be important if you're filming in variable locations where you don't always have direct or easy access to the sun. I know during the winter when we were in our Airstream trailer, the windows are very dimmed, they're very tinted, and of course it's the winter, so a lot of times we were in cloudy, snowy environments. And so I needed a light that would kind of allow me to change up the temperature and the brightness of the environment that I was in. This light that I found is called the Amaran MC. It comes with this convenient little carrying case, and I believe it runs for around $50 on Amazon. It also comes with this nice rubber cover, which allows you to kind of diffuse the light and make it a little bit softer. And it has a ton of different options and customization on it. So you can change the different tones, the brightnesses, and I believe you can even change the color of the light. So it's not just a white light. It can also do different RGB colors. Of course, I should say what everyone says in every YouTube video and every podcast ever, which is the links to all of these products can be found down in the show notes or the description below this with links to where you can purchase each of these items. Of course, oftentimes when we think of lighting for videos and content creation, we think of ring lights. I have one being used behind my camera right now, but it's 18 inches. Like it's the size of a basketball rim. It's giant. It takes up a lot of space and I can't take that on the road. So I've actually had this mini ring light now for about seven years. And what's awesome about it is it is USB plug-in so I can plug it right into my computer and it has a dimmable brightness setting so I can make it brighter or less bright. And it also has temperature settings so I can make it a warmer light a little bit more inviting and relaxing, or I can make it a cooler light to kind of have this crisp white look to it. And this ring light is only about a 10 inch ring light. And that's a good size generally for most mobile content creation. And I basically just brought one of these desk clamps with me so I could clamp it onto whatever desk or setup I was using, screw that lamp in, and then I could use it as a portable ring light to really save space on the road. Next up is microphones, and microphones make all the difference. Audio is half of video. When we think about video, we think about lighting and the camera quality and HD, but we forget that half of the video is the audio that people are listening to, and oftentimes, bad audio is going to really overcome even the best HD video quality. Or actually, I should say that it's going to undermine even the best video quality. It's going to be overpowering for your listeners. So it's really important to invest in a high quality microphone and you can do so without breaking the bank. This microphone right here is the Shure SM7B and it is not one that I would recommend if you're getting into recording podcasts while traveling, if you're just starting your podcast or you're trying to find a microphone that's budget friendly and available to use while on the road. This thing's expensive. It takes a lot of equipment to get up and running and really dialed in precisely. So my favorite go-to while I'm on the road is this bad boy right here. This is a seven year old microphone from Amazon that cost me $15. This is made by Boya. It's a lavalier microphone so it can clip onto your shirt. You see oftentimes like mobile news reporters will be wearing these sort of mics. They're great for interviews, but I also find them great for just recording content and even recording podcasts on the road. A lot of the Build Your Tribe episodes that you heard from the winter of 2023 were actually just recorded on this cheap little $15 microphone and they sound great. 
And my favorite thing about this microphone, besides the fact that it's seven years old and it's still working, besides the fact that it was only $15, is the super long extension cord. In fact, it has a 10 foot long extension cord, which is great because then I can set up my phone or my camera far away and then I can put some distance between myself and the camera. Building a following is great, but ultimately we need a way to transition those followers into dollars. We need a way to actually turn those views into customers and into money in our pocket or else we don't have a business, we just have a social media. And that's where Shopify comes in. Shopify is the commerce platform that's revolutionizing millions of businesses worldwide. Whether you're selling things like our push journals or you're a mega business like Gymshark, Shopify simplifies selling online and in person so you can focus on successfully growing your business. And that's one of my favorite parts about Shopify is that it's not just an online e-commerce platform. It works both in person and online, and it allows you to even sell across the different social media marketplaces like TikTok and Facebook and Instagram. Shopify is very easy to use and thanks to 24 seven help and an extensive business course library, Shopify is there to support your success every step of the way. Whether you have a small business or a large corporation, Shopify is there to empower you with the confidence and control to revolutionize your business and take it to the next level. Now it's your time to get serious about selling and try Shopify today. And you can do so by signing up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com forward slash tribe. Again, all lowercase T-R-I-B-E. Go to shopify.com forward slash tribe to take your business to the next level. Again, shopify.com forward slash tribe and the link will be down in the description below. In fact, it has a 10 foot long extension cord, which is great because then I can set up my phone or my camera far away and then I can put some distance between myself and the camera. Another super high quality brand of microphones is Blue Microphones. This is the Yeti microphone. It's a little bit big and overkill for being on the road, but I find it relatively simple to just loosen up these dials on the side here. And then all you have to do is swing it down and it kind of condenses relatively small. I mean, it's only about the size of a toiletry bag, which is actually what I store my mic in. And this blue microphone will give you great audio quality while on the road. They also have a Nano Yeti microphone, which is just like this one, just a little bit smaller and a little bit more condensed. Both of these microphones are USB plugins. So you can plug them right into your computer or your recorder. And the Nano microphone also has great quality. It's less expensive. And of course it takes up less space. Another piece of audio that I wanna talk about that isn't necessarily a single piece of equipment is just being thoughtful of your sound environment and specifically trying to create a soft sound environment. A hard sound environment is one that has a lot of echoes. Think about like yelling into a giant hole or like yelling in a cave. You're surrounded by hard walls. Walls that are made of rock inside of a cave are going to cause the sound to bounce off of them. And that's a very harsh environment and it sounds really bad. I promise every TV show, every movie, every song you listen to doesn't have this awkward echo unless it's intentionally being used to create some kind of effect, right? And they do this through creating soft sound environments. Oftentimes you see in podcast studios like the Joe Rogan Experience or any popular YouTube channels, you'll see these kind of panels made of foam that are on the walls. And those are to quote unquote, dampen the sound or make it softer. Essentially, the sound waves get trapped and caught in those foam panels rather than just bouncing off the walls. And so what does this mean for you while you're on the road? Don't film in the corner of a room. Don't film in the closet. Don't film in the completely aluminum Airstream trailer or else you're gonna get a really echoey sound. 
some products that you can use to dampen the sound besides the foam panels that we've already talked about is rugs, blankets, and just pillows, anything that's kind of soft. If you use soft things, they will soften the sound. So something that I like to do is put rugs on the ground. I like to record my podcasts and my YouTube videos in rooms that are carpeted. And sometimes you can even place pillows and even foam mattresses if that's available to you or like cushions from the the couch. Just putting those kind of on the walls around where you're recording your audio is going to improve the audio quality. This next item isn't really a necessity, but it's something that can really spice up your content and make it more branded, more professional, and just a little bit more interesting from the start. And that's having what we like to call a flag or a signature item. For my mom, this is oftentimes her pink microphone. I don't really have one myself, but I'm thinking about ways that I can incorporate this into my own setup, into my own YouTube studio and podcast studio. And it's essentially just something that's going to be in every video. Maybe it's your Pokemon card collection or a flag that you display in the background. Maybe it's a plant that we're going to mention in your videos and we're going to talk about you know, how it's growing in every single episode. Maybe it's a custom mug or a stuffed animal or a neon sign that's in the background of your video. Something that maybe is lightweight and portable so you can bring it with you on the road. And it's kind of a cool thing for your audience to see that this signature item is in every single video, whether you're filming in Morocco, Mexico, or Montana. All right, now let's talk about the video component and camera quality. You do not need to buy a camera in order to get started with podcasting, even YouTube podcasting. Right now, I'm filming on a great mobile camera. The Sony ZV-E10 is my go-to camera, but admittedly, it is expensive and it's not necessary when you're just getting started especially considering that all of us now have smartphones and our smartphones have great camera quality. Almost every single smartphone made in the last few years can shoot in HD and most of them can also shoot in 4K, which is more than you'll need. So your phone is plenty good enough camera quality if you're just getting started. Some pro tips for using your phone is first and foremost, ladies, make sure to clean off your camera lens, grab a rag, grab your t-shirt and just wipe off your camera lens. And yes, I say ladies because I've seen that this is mainly a problem for women who might be wearing makeup. And listen, men can wear makeup too, no shame in that. But oftentimes it's women who are wearing makeup and they're not realizing that the makeup is smudging onto their camera lens and it's creating a really blurry video. I can't tell you how many times I've had to clean off my mom's camera because it has some sort of makeup on the camera lens. So just make sure to clean your camera lens. Make sure to check your phone settings to make sure that you are filming in the highest quality video. And then always use the back cam rather than the selfie cam. The selfie cam is HD, but it's oftentimes not going to be as crisp or have as many pixels as that back cam. So use the back cam and then what I like to do is because I have an iPhone and because I have my Apple Watch is you can actually sync them up and you can use the camera app on your watch as a viewfinder to see what your camera is looking at. So I can look into my watch and I can see what my back camera is seeing without having to constantly run back and forth and check what's on the screen and make sure I'm in frame. And then besides just your phone, a webcam or the built-in camera on your laptop is a great second cam. So something I like to do oftentimes when I'm filming on the road is I'll have my phone set up as my main camera filming me as kind of my camera A, but then I'll have my laptop maybe off to the side filming as a second angle and I can kind of cut back and forth between these two angles and make the video a little bit more dynamic. 
Rather than just having one angle the entire time where I'm constantly looking at the camera, instead, I can occasionally cut in the second angle where I'm not looking at the camera and it just makes you feel like you're in the room and it allows you to see some unique looks and just stay a little bit more dynamic and engaged. Another piece of essential equipment is going to be a tripod, and these can really vary in terms of quality and price. Some of my favorite are by Yubi size, that's kind of on the cheaper end, the less expensive option. And then some of my favorite tripods that I have that I bought for my wife now that I use almost exclusively are made by Geek Odo. But honestly, you're going to find hundreds of tripod options on Amazon, and you probably can't go wrong. If you're looking for a professional setup, then you're going to want to invest an extra buck. But if you're just filming on the road and you're looking for a lightweight, portable tripod, oftentimes the cheaper options on Amazon are going to be made of plastic, so they might not be as durable, but they're going to be really lightweight, oftentimes smaller and more collapsible. If you had to pick only one piece of equipment from everything I've listed today, I would recommend starting with a microphone. And even that, again, doesn't have to break the bank. You could get one like I got seven years ago for $15, and that's enough to start your first podcast. With that and the phone that you likely already have, you're good to go. Once you start to level up from there, you can start to invest in more expensive microphones, into better quality equipment, nicer tripods, better lighting, better cameras. But if you're just getting started, and especially if you're someone who is getting started on a budget, I really want to encourage you to just get started with what you have. Make the most of the equipment that is already in your repertoire, already in your tool belt, if you're able to actually learn to use these tools to your maximum capabilities, you're going to be really surprised at the quality of content you can produce without spending more than 20 bucks. It is totally possible to be a digital nomad, to be a content creator, a vlogger, a YouTuber, a podcaster while living on the road full time. Whether you're Airbnb hopping, you're living in an RV, or you're just traveling from hostel to hostel with only the backpack on your shoulders, and it is possible to earn an income without breaking the bank on the equipment that you're using. Again, make sure to check out the next episode of Build Your Tribe where my mom's going to be talking about the important things you need to know before getting started because that's going to be really, really helpful for you beyond just the equipment. Make sure to subscribe to Build Your Tribe where we are helping you grow and make money on social media with online entrepreneurship. Thank you so much for listening today. I appreciate you so much. And as always, happy networking. <laughs>